0: On this week's episode, The Lucid One returns, Butzomet sticks his devil horns out from behind the curtain, and Bitcoin goes over 60k, but I don't care, because I haven't got any. All that, plus our demo segment, right after this.
1: And this is the microgram with Anticipating the Crush from his brand new album.
0: coffee and croissants ready, ready to sell into a brand new episode of Canvas Weekly. Greetings, y'all. My Yo. name's Shima, and I'm joined by the ever name-changing, the revolving door of names himself, Lucid. How are you doing, bro?
1: Yeah, we're back on Lucid again now. And I think, um, you know, Lucid for a good while now. Yeah. Like, Lucid's so just my the Lu- main name, isn't it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that's, like, that's what everyone refers to you as now. Like, I mean, I accept
1: not geeks, they'll call me HK.
0: Yeah, but that's like, <laughs> I mean, do you even listen to the geeks?
1: Well... I mean, well. that's on you, for listening to geeks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I hear them, but I don't listen to them, if that makes sense.
0: Makes sense. And speaking of geeks, uh, apparently things that are blowing up on Twitter, people down getting a big old discussion about whether or not it's political or not music.
1: We're getting right into the news, Daniel. you? All right. Um,
0: We're getting right into the news. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm,
1: yeah, so um, like... there's been a pretty, like, hot topic the last few days on Twitter about um, politics and music. Um, a lot of people saying, you know, music is inherently political. And then um, Ant- Anthony Fantano, who has been, you know, he's been a guest on this podcast in the past, well, the old version of Canvas, anyway. He put out a big, you know, um statements on it do you want to sort of go into it a little bit
0: well the basic argument is that um music is like political in some aspect or another regardless of you know what notes you create what order you you make them in what genre you're in yeah i guess, your, I, guess your I guess musical like what... expression yeah it's a political expression somehow.
1: yeah yeah i guess like the argument that's being made um mostly from I guess like leftists and socialists and stuff, is that music is inherently political because it comes from the you know, the nature of um how, you know, politics is or whatever, or the nature of like a society is the music is a reflection of it. That kind of thing. You know I mean me- not necessarily. Well well let's let let's like hear like an argument for example. So um like I I disagree with the notion, but I'll I'll try and like you know explain it in their words as fully as I can first before I say why I disagree. So um, I guess like. Should
0: to record this? Because I'm I'm like slow as fuck. And I want to pull up this tweet because like there's a tweet <laughs> specific like triggering this, and I want no, to have no, that no, tweet. Uh, so we can well, on you it.
1: you you put you pull it up like while while I you know try and explain it. So like okay um. No, you from me off. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me get my thoughts together. To so, so the i so the idea is like music is you know it doesn't just appear out of thin air as such. It appears from um, you know people, and people are part of like communities and cultures and so on. Um, and these things are all inherently political in and of themselves. There's no like, there's no community that exists beyond politics as such. So like. Whatever you know, any music that you make is inherently political. And then they, they often point to an example, like say, you know, rap music, for example. Here's a
0: tweet here that says, "Art is political, and music is art." Well, the yeah,
1: tweet here that just says that. that all, right, all right. Yeah, that. I mean, so that this is what I'm good. trying to explain, like that that phrase. So, um, yeah. So do so, like rap music, for example, the claim would be is. Like inherently political because um, it was born in sort of like American black culture in the ghetto, um, which which is like a you know that that's a specific community that exists because of politics. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So the nature of like politics sort of um, influences the community. Which then you know um, makes music of a certain type. So um, you know certain like instruments may only be available to like a specific type of people, and that 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 is political in a sense. It's th- this is sort of like you know the 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 most vague way I can try and spell out the argument. So the do you sort of like make sense of that? What do you think of that?
0: I think that it's. I'm a am not really bullshit, good at like. frankly. <laughs> Honestly, like, and, and, and I'm just, I'm just looking through like some of these tweets that people are putting out. Go and read some and out. find like like, ones
1: that stand out. It's like try and read the more so the, like, intellectual ones if you can.
0: So the biggest ones that stand out here um, to me is like Fantano's whole take on it. Um, I, well, I found t- t- Fantano had a bit of
1: it. Fantano had a bit of a different take that I want to get into like after this part. Because I'm trying to, okay. I'm trying to like explain why these people do see, like, music as inherently political. Like, he didn't say anything on that specific topic, did he? Like, I didn't see anything.
0: Why he sees music as political? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure that I see anything. That's no, but he, but he
1: like made a comment that sort of came out of this whole topic that is trending on Twitter, which we'll get into after this part. So, so the. So you say, you say this is bullshit, then go and explain why you think so.
0: Well, the argument that I'm seeing a lot of people making is that everything is political in some aspect or another. Right. And I mean, that's true, but in the same sense, though, this, this, this gets onto the concept of, of labels in the first place, because the idea that everyone could put the world in these boxes and label them and describe everything as a, a, a predefined set of labels that we come up with using language this idea is nothing more than maths which is nothing more than lying to people and pretending that you're smart while doing it it's <laughs> life wait wait a existence.
1: wait 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 i need to push you this so are you on the um anti-maths bandwagon with me no
0: i'm on the mat a maths anti-language nice. anti-science nice <laughs> I'm all three of them yeah, I'm, I'm because as
1: far as three. I'm concerned
0: <laughs> life itself does not need fancy explanations life itself does not need these labels and these attachments so so would you so, of... so
1: so let me refine what you're saying there or like you know would you say politics only arrives because of language itself
0: yeah essentially. It's, it's, it's a poli- it's political jousting inher- in a sense. But then isn't language also
1: inherent to life? Would there be life without language?
0: Ask all the dogs and cats. Ask all the, the, the birds. Well well they, will they you know, the... they
1: dogs and cats communicate. Yes,
0: they do. Even
1: well, they even, even like, if you know, don't. even if a dog walks up to a cart and woofs at her, for example, it's trying to communicate something even if it's like lost in translation.
0: Communication is necessary. Communication is absolutely... All right, Language so,
1: isn't. so what's the difference then? I don't know. It's a bit of a weird Communication question.
0: is, is a inherent understanding of a situation, of a thing. Language conceptual. Language is based off of a series of concepts and predefined notions. And that is why, for example, in quite a lot of um, other languages, you have to understand like the concepts and the terms of those people As well as understanding the language itself, that they they coexist. Do
1: you not think Um, some language is inherent to reality, though? Say, for example, if you point to a location and say "the," right? And I don't know what the uh, word "the" is in like French or whatever, but this is sort of like you know a common a common word that can be translated. Do you not think that's inherent to reality itself?
0: You could just as easily point at a map and say nothing at all and communicate the exact same message. (laughs) It's not necessary. Don't don't fool yourself and think it is. Uh,
1: So you just want everyone to be mute, basically, is what you're saying.
0: I want people to understand the labels that they throw around in public spaces before they start throwing them around. Yeah, I,
1: I, you know, I, I, like... I, I, I was just sort of playing a bit of devil's advocate, but I, I do agree, you know, a lot of, um, you know, the, the sort of, like, political discourse on Twitter and, like, the internet and stuff is just this watered-down nonsense, really, where people just throw around these, like, slogans and words that were coined hundreds of years ago in some cases, and in many ways they don't really, like, reflect the times very well. Like, like I've said this before, but I really hate the notion of, like, right-wing and left-wing because if you say, for example, that you're not left-wing, then that automatically makes you right-wing because to a left-wing person, um, anyone that isn't on the team, so to speak, or within their orientation necessarily is, like, protecting the right-wing system as they see it. So I hate that because it creates, like, an us and them scenario which is almost like cult-like you know it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 like saying it's like say it's like calling someone a her, um a heretic or whatever a blasphemer just like religious and
0: speaking of that actually that that is actually the perfect segue wait hold
1: fantano's on wait, but oh okay yeah i thought you were gonna go somewhere else but yeah go on that, no that's no no no
0: on. fantano's tweet conservatives are not fun creative smart empathetic or interesting that's why they don't make good art their art sucks Brilliant. So People I act, will never come from the right ever. It has that. So far, go, wait, wait, so come on. Uh,
1: let's let, let's read it properly because I'm not even following you here. Go and read that out properly. That's what it
0: conservatives. No, but not like I fucking like spot. missed
1: half the tweet because you started doing a stupid voice. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that's the passive aggressivism that's like laced into uh, this. All right, just right exactly. okay. Go and
1: just do it a bit lighter. Then go and read that out so I can okay. actually hear it.
0: It's not fun, crazy
1: Right, no, 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 your audio is glitching. Too it Fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> Conservatives are not fun, right. creative, smart, empathetic, or interesting. That's why they don't make great art. Their art sucks ass, period. The next great, in quotations, will never come from the right.
1: Did he give any it examples? It hasn't so
0: far, so why should it ever in the future?
1: Did he give it That's any the length and breadth
0: of his tweets. No examples. That's 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 the fullest of it.
1: So you know what? I in a way I'd actually agree with him. Um actually no there's one part I disagree with, like the notion of it being good or not is something where I'd disagree. Um the idea of it being new or not, I'd sort of agree. Like conservatism is like, you know, about retaining traditions and not um you know, not allowing something new. But then, th- this is the funny thing, in this regard, like, what is conservative today? It's obviously not like what conservative was 20, 30 years ago. Like, today's conservatives, in my opinion, are the, um, you know, I guess more like people who would call themselves left-wing in many ways. Like, not all not all leftists, but, you know, because, like, e- even, the, even the phrase left embodies so many different, um, you know, different ideologies and such. But you know the types. I mean, like the the people who like you know harp on with like cancel culture. That's like classic conservatism, if you think about it. So like the, these are our modern conservatives, the sort of like yeah. you know liberal progressive type that 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 to me is like a conservative today. That the that the new like you know arbiters of the sort of cultural. What's acceptable in their yeah, society yeah. and what's not. Right. Yeah. So that so they're like I I sort of ag- I sort of agree that yeah you know those people. Can't make anything interesting, and that's why they sit on Twitter moaning about how music is politics all down shit. shit. <laughs> <I,
0: laughs> anyone it. that affixes um, politics to music perhaps might want to be interested so, in the idea of not
1: fucking label so much. Yes, yeah, so like, um, let me let me revisit this point. We'll rewind back from Fantano. Now. So I, I agree with Fantano, but like he probably disagreed that I think liberal progressives or the new conservatives like the these are the like the the act like you know if you think about like evangelical christians in america in the 90s for example who were you know terrified of um you know like metal and such rap music um mm. like these people are, are, are quite the same like they you know they like to police um morality and you know As I say, you know, like act as the arbiters of what's acceptable and not. Anyway, um, yeah, so to rewind back to this other point, then is like music inherently political? I actually do understand and sympathize with the point itself, but I think um, music actually precedes um, the political itself and actually creates it in a way because music you know music waits there for us to find it before we can actually find it so like for example i always i always use this example but moonlight sonata by beethoven like everyone knows that song that that piece of music is you know in the ether so to speak and anyone can play it but it existed that that in that regard, it existed prior to Beethoven even being able to play himself on a piano. Um, so ah, I
0: see what you're getting at.
1: Right. So, music in this sense, like music, because it's um, the nature of music is sort of like transcendent. It's like beyond, you know, animal. It's like it waits for us, and it lures. It, it clearly has lured um, humans towards itself. Almost like you know a hypnotist. Mm. So we only become political because of music in the first place. You know, we we evolve from animals to humans because of music. Like it's music that creates that transcendence for us to sort of um, climb towards. Oh,
0: okay. As soon as you said the statement that it's music that makes makes us political, I. I... That's where I, I that's why you lost me completely.
1: No, well all right, let me let me try and explain. So what do I mean when I say political? I mean like let let's differentiate what let's differentiate between humans and animals, right? Like the word political <laughs> comes from like the Greek word polis, which means city. So political. Don't you remember all this um chatting about T chatting to TDLMX about this stuff a few years ago on Canvas actually? Anyway, um, I do, but I. Yeah, like we we I got into this discussion this... with you now. No, no yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's just like um, kind of funny how it circled back around to this exact point again. <laughs> um, so, so the word um, politics et- etymologically comes from polis, which is a Greek word meaning like city or state. So, politics is essentially like the affairs of the state, um, and that. The idea of the state or the city or anything of that or even you know the community or anything of that nature can only come about um due to a sort of like evolution from animal nature towards something higher mm-hmm. and like in my in, I, in my opinion it's music that has brought us from an, from the animal state to you know this sort of like transcendent human state. Because if you, it, the if you look into like um you know music and animals, like animals actually don't respond to music, especially you not know, harmony. They don't understand harmony. Well, this is just like <laughs> what some scientific tests have shown. Um. Yeah. On the other but hand, like there, the... There, are so, there are some tests that have shown, like, plants respond to music. Um, so, I think, like, music affects us on, like, a sensory deeper level. But, I mean, like, I'm talking about, like, the brain, like, being able to process it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, hu- humans have a specific part of the brain that can process music in a way that, like, chimpanzees can't. So... um. I, I don't like to, like, rely on science, though, for, um, like, making claims and such, because I prefer to, like, you know, think of it in terms of philosophy and stuff, I guess, but... Um... Now that you've presented it in a sort of scientific term, though,
0: I, I, I get what you're going for. Um... Yeah, but,
1: like, it, it, even so, you know, and, like, it, you know... People, people say like you know birds sing, but you know do they really? They don't really sing as such. They just sort of make weird noises that sound kind of like musical to us. Right? Yeah, and it it sounds kind of like musical to us in a way. But then that's us like you know we're subjectifying them and making them say you know we're saying like oh that's music. Like it sounds like music to us because we're like musical creatures. So that like what I'm trying to say is like music is what defines humans away from animals more than pretty much anything else. Like, we're a musical creature.
0: Do you mean, like, the appreciation, or do you mean the creation? Or do you mean both?
1: Both, yeah. Like, I don't know, just, like, on a deeper, like, level, like, humans are musical in a way that animals aren't. and That's what, you know, distinguishes us, in my opinion, from animals. So, in my opinion, like, if you compare, like, a human society to... Uh, a gorilla society, for example, like a gorilla society it does have some things in common with a human society, like you know they'll have a leader figure um you know you th- you system. must yeah yeah the yeah yeah, you know you, they have like fights over females, like you know who's gonna be the worthy male for to impregnate the female, all that kind of stuff, and then you've got like the beta males who get left in the forest to die and all that kind of shit, so you know like mm-hmm. there's you know like um animals have their community what they don't have is like what humans have which is this greater sort of complex um you know city or state or whatever like we have Mm. the city the state because you know we've transcended towards that okay
0: i don't see how that development is specifically related to music
1: because what i'm saying is it's like music that um like think of it in terms of evolution like and the brain to, to have a brain go from say like a fish to a, a you know a reptile to a chimpanzee to a human like mm-hmm. clearly there's a you know if you there's sort of like a gradating level there that you can say like one's more you know, um, conscious than the other yeah conscious intelligence all these kind of things um, and in my opinion it's like music is the thing that has lured us towards itself in that regard like music is the transcendent sort of like ideal that exists there for us to discover so music
0: promotes consciousness and as such that improvement of that consciousness is what fosters politics
1: no, 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 music all right think think of like a chord, right, so like, yes, take um the chord c major, so it's like uh-huh. c um uh <laughs> g so c e g right, so if you had um three sort of like beings that were pre human, all will go in like uh like that. But then they were sort of like syncing their voices into different tones until they like eventually got it into um, a C major chord. Th- that's That's a sort of like a scientific discovery especially if they keep repeating it and repeating it until it becomes knowledge. Then that's a sort of like scientific discovery that music can be extrapolated from. So music exists already before human. And it's like that that induces the evolution, the discovery.
0: Ah uh, I now I get
1: you. Right, right. Okay. So mu- music's the transcendent ideal that exists already before humans even exist and sort of waits <laughs> for humans. 'Cause it like and thinking of discovered it, that. Right, like um distinguishing humans separate from animal as like the sort of like transcendent being in the world. That animals aren't. So that, so that, so that's why I would say like music precedes politics. Like politics only arrives from music. But you know I can't fit all this in on a tweet, so I can't really get my shit in, so to speak, as they say in wrestling. <laughs> See, this is the problem do you think with it's like. Possible? T- this is this is this is the problem with Twitter. It's Like, all you can do is post um, slogans, which is why it actually like. To come back to this other point about left and right and all this nonsense. Like that's that that's what induces this stupid us and them like um way of thinking because of like this sort of short sloganeering and such. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. So so yeah, I, I I don't you know, I don't say I'm like left or right. I just don't like the fr- I I j I I don't agree with the concept like you said about names and um, labels and such.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm with you. So, yeah. we spent half an hour covering one headline and we got seven more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. What's next? Should we cover some other shit? Yeah, yeah. Go on. White Banshee released his last single for this year.
1: Yep, that's out now. Go and check it's it so out. That's so sad. Did you I'll him? miss
0: him. I did, actually. 15 minutes?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. That is. Crazy. It was quite the uh, quite the journey.
1: What are you eating? Sorry, <laughs> what are you eating?
0: Eating a burger. Eating a burger. Burger. Try to get what? it in while Wait, I have been the on a po- podcast.
1: we've been on a podcast for twenty five minutes, and I'm just finding out you've had a burger this whole time.
0: Yeah, I just had it sitting there. I was just I was just <laughs> waiting. I tried to sneak <laughs> it in while I was on mute. It didn't it. work out.
1: Freezing cold burger. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the new White Banshee <laughs> single is out. It's his last of 2021 on the Drink I Evo YouTube. At youtube.com slash um, But Actually, he d- he did finish a song with Sangam that will be coming out um, in a few weeks too, so look out for that. So I guess that it's the second to last, really. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what else have we got? No problema put out a bunch of new tapes, including or Center, which is one of
1: yours. Yeah, you know, this one's interesting too, because I, I just, tonight on Twitter, I said, you know, what is this new movement, Dream Tone? It just looks like a knockoff of Dream Punk. I hadn't really looked into it properly, so I was just sort of like, re- you know, reacting to it. I'm not really giving it a proper timing consideration. But then like, someone replied and said, basically the idea of Dream Tone is it's like music to sleep to. Um, you know, mm. sort of like futuristic synth ambient. So it's sort of like I guess in a way a subgenre of Dream Punk in a way. But then um it, someone else pointed out that my uh sleep centre tape on No Problem tapes is tagged as Dream Tone. And um I didn't request that, so like I didn't even really know about this stuff to be honest until recently. And um But Essentially, like the idea, the idea of dream tone actually comes from Sleep Center, funnily enough. You and your burger
0: though. So you,
1: yeah, again, made a new genre without even like. Yeah, yeah, to... yeah! I made another <laughs> new genre. So it's like the idea of dream tone is like mu yeah, like sort of you know futuristic dream punkish music to sleep to. Obviously, the big one is Virtual Dream Plaza, but that's the funny thing. Like Virtual Dream Plaza, um, it was telepath. He got really inspired by um Sleep Center when it first came out in two thousand and fourteen. So like for people who don't know Sleep Center like an eight hour sleep album that I made in um two thousand and fourteen. And this was before the concept of like sleep music really even existed. Because so. um a sort of industry artist called Max Richter, he put out a sleep album like a year after I did, which pissed me off except I've I've heard that album quite a few day. times. Oh, have you? Yeah? What Back Max Richter's the... one or my one? No, yours. Yours oh, I've
0: stuck gonna... to that quite a lot. It's in
2: gonna, like um... 2015ish. I don't have <laughs> then.
0: <That's... laughs> <laughs> uh, I... No, no, I've stuck to Max Richter's hundreds of times. I, don't, I I I don't even know what your sleep Yeah, if you sleep, if you sleep to...
1: <laughs> if to you sleep to Max Richter's, you'll um have nightmares. No, you know what's <laughs> funny? You know what's funny about a Sleep Center? Like a lot of people say they have like proper weird dreams when they sleep to it. And I have only ever slept to it once in my life actually and um like as a sort of test run and I actually had really strange dreams too. And Telepath yeah. also did. So um
0: Yeah, I do too. I do too. I do yeah, too. So like, I got that's get... actually quite a lot of yeah. the weird abstractness of like Amiga Tech actually came from was like No hang on, that wasn't Amiga Tech, it would have been which would which would have been around that time when I was falling asleep to it. It would have been released release. Uh, probably.
2: release. Yeah. It would
0: have been release, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it would
0: have been release. So quite a lot of the the, the weirder parts are there. Did
1: you even know like, it was like, me then? Like, I, I didn't even I tell did not. Honest. I did not actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like quite a lot of this yeah. shit when like a lot of these aliases I've just learned like over time. And sometimes I yeah. just go on your Discord and I'm like, Oh my fucking God. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so there's a whole movement now called Dream Tone, which is interesting. Um, you know, I, I sort of, like, made the Cassie remark about it because I, I just presumed it was, like, dream punk, but, like, you know, trying to say, like, we we make dream punk, but we hate HK, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that's what I, that's what my perception of it was at first. But, no, I I was wrong about that, I guess. It's, like, you know, music to sleep to. But, obviously, obviously like, Telepath's, like, the master of it with... Um, virtual dream plaza like that's that's where the whole like movement um you know sort of is born i guess because that that project was so influential
0: i think that i might actually load up um sleep center again tonight and see what happens yeah it's i might been... i
1: might do it as well because like i haven't slept through it in seven years i guess because it's you know five years over here 40. so yeah yeah might give it a shot, but, see what it's all about. But yeah, the uh, right. <laughs> the news item itself was that um, the tapes are on sale now from No Problema Tapes, which is kind of funny because it's meant to be like an eight-hour album to sleep to. So like, I thought of the idea, you know, it could be like power naps versions. Because, you know, you can't fit eight hours on a cassette, obviously.
0: Ah. So it's like a little, <laughs> it's,
1: it's like a box set. So it's like, you know, you can have power naps at different parts of the uh, thing. But I guess it's just, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, like, a collector's item, you know, limited edition thing for people who are into that. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, next up we've got Livewire. They've relaunched, and they're dropping a Chessmaster album on CD.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like an understated relaunch. Well, the thing is, it's not even a relaunch, it's a launch. Like, Nicole literally, like, launched Livewire as a record label. Um. Mm. Which you know live wire was like the hottest thing in twenty twenty especially after the two festivals, and then it just it seemed like it was going places and then it just sort of like faded into the shadows for a long time but now the um, Nicole's bringing it back as a record label um it's actually um you know if you go onto the band camp, there's already three releases, thirds the three releases that were on end of dream, which was. <laughs> That was supposed to be a label um, Nicole and I were going to run by. sort of like dipped out of it. I wasn't, you know, I didn't really, hmm. I don't know, I just didn't work out. Um, yeah. But I think it's for the I best. Think, look- but I, th- I think it's for the best, right? Because, like, I think Nicole having live wire is like, you know, just another solid label in the scene will be really good. You know, Nicole's run loads of labels in the past, so he, he knows what he's doing, and, you know, he's always got a great eye for detail, and um, great ear for tunes and stuff, so I think it'll be a solid addition to the whole Dream Punk scene. Mm -hmm. Well,
0: there's a lot of new labels coming up as of late, but the one thing that always stood out to me about Nicole and his sort of presentation was just how, like, fucking crisp and clean his artwork was, so I'm hoping that this new LifeWire label
1: no, I would I would say like in the past few years, like Nicole's um influence on aesthetic has been more influential on Dream Punk than pretty much anyone else for sure. Like he's the like lead visionary in that regard. Um you know, everyone else has got their own ideas, of course we do too. But um, you know, Nicole's it's always like, you know, ahead of the game in many ways with that stuff.
0: Definitely seems like a lot of labels have been drawing like that focus on the label that one in particular that stood out to me as like being quite heavily Nicole influenced. Um, there's a few others too where it's like that influence. And on when I was doing Providence Instinct as well, just the the competition from Nicole. Foof,
1: even what in the Providence Instinct? Club.
0: We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin went over sixty k. Now yeah. you own. A decent amount
1: of Bitcoin. I don't own any Bitcoin. <laughs> I thought you did. No, no, I check Bitcoin every day because Bitcoin sort of like guides the crypto market and I'm interested in crypto. Right. But I actually don't own any Bitcoin itself.
0: So you just keep an eye on it to see where it goes?
1: Yeah, because it's important. Like because the rest of- if, say, if Bitcoin went from 60k to 30k overnight, which isn't impossible, like things like that can't happen in crypto. Um, the whole market itself would tank too. So Bitcoin is like, you know, it's the most influential project in the whole crypto space. So, uh, you know, it's more than just uh, it's more than just following the price for an investment or whatever. It's like, you know, the whole crypto space sort of re- relies on Bitcoin in a way. The whole ecosystem is built around it. Mm. So-, so, so, but yeah. Um, the the fact that when over sixty k, actually over sixty one k. Actually, let me just pull up the price right now and I'll check. Sure, it's at 62k now. So it's at 62k, and I think that might be the highest price it's ever been, actually. And that's that. That's why it's significant, basically, because um, if it goes over its all-time high price, which was set in May or April, I think, at 62k, roughly, then it's most likely going to rock upwards. But, did I mean, Max
0: Kaiser say something about it getting to like two ten k by the end of the year or something?
1: Yeah, so Mac, Max Kaiser's Kaiser is like um, a sort of like economist kind of guy, you know, financial, you know, finance guy. He presents a show on RT, and he's been on there for like ten years or more. Um,
0: My favorite news network. Yeah,
1: he um, he um, you know, he was he was like. Shilling Bitcoin when it was like worth a dollar, basically. Now you know. Yeah, he was advocating like
0: for Bitcoin back in like 2000. Yeah, he was. He was like the
1: uh, the earliest like popular face of the whole movement. Um. Yeah, but he he always makes a prediction at the beginning of every year. Um, <laughs> last year he predicted, I think it was like 40k or something, and he pretty much got there around about early January. So he was like almost spot on. Um, uh, at the beginning of this year, he predicted it would, uh, Bitcoin would hit two hundred and twenty k. I think it was or two hundred and ten k by the end of the year. And you know, if 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 Bitcoin is breaking its all time high today, you know that that's definitely feasible by the end of the year. Mm. So wow. exciting times for the crypto space, like crypto now in I, general. This year is just you know. It's starting to reach, you know, like, outside of geek territory, like, um, you know, like, outside of computer geek and outside of, like, um, you know, finance people and such. It's starting to get to, like, artists now with NFTs. Um, mm. Obviously, like, two people in our scene. Um, well, three, actually. Um, there's uh, uh music who's obviously been on this, Podcast uh, several times in the past and talked about NFTs and crypto. with us, he's been doing good stuff uh, in that space. Uh, Akua Visuals is another one. He's on the come off right now. And, um Pixel, he's actually like blown up in the NFT space, like big time. Like he, he, he did an NFT for Tyson Fury for his fight last weekend. That's how big he's gone.
0: Holy shit!
1: <laughs> yeah, so he's literally like. You know, we've got, we've got Drain Catalog artists making NFTs for, like, fucking main event heavyweight boxes. That's <laughs> so fucking nuts. Yeah, like, he, he's having mad success. On that yeah, yeah, for real, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just, like, NFTs has totally transformed the art world big time this year. Um, you know, we've talked about it before in the past. It's, it's really cool um, evolution that's going on right now. That's what we like here. Okay, Evil yeah, evolution.
0: Evil. Evil. Evo. Evo. <laughs> we're almost out of here with these headlines. Yeah, two shit, more to go. The...
1: Well, there's, you know, no that way. Long... The, this, um, I guess we could say this particular um, news segment has been news plus um, conversation. So, you know, it's two segments in one. Yeah,
2: that
1: works. Yeah, So we can, we can skip the Conversation segment this week. Just go straight to the demos. Hell
0: yeah. All right. So, four things. No agreements. They launched a sub label called Plaster Fay. Not sure what's up with that name, but they, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Like, you know,
1: they're getting a lot bigger now. So, um, that tends to be the case of labels. When they get bigger, they end up putting out a sub label, just sort of the way, way things go. Mm hmm. Mm
0: hmm. Curious to see where that goes. And lastly, fucking Squid Games. Everyone's talking about hey Squid guys, games. So another 20
1: about... minute conversation.
0: <laughs> Here we go, another 20 minute conversation. I hope your coffee and croissants are still piping so hot.
1: How many episodes have you seen of it? Uh,
0: there's nine total, right? I've
1: seen right. four. So do you want me to just fucking spoil the whole show on you right now while I talk about it? No. So do you no. want to talk about it next week, then?
0: Uh, um... I mean, I want to talk about like the, the sort of like social economic effect that Squid Games has had because it's weird okay, watching yeah. everyone sort I'll of. Get try, I'll into try and this do it without of...
1: without giving spoilers and next week we'll give a spoiler review.
0: Yeah. But the the one thing that I do want to cover is more the social aspect of it because it seems like what with everyone descending on it and everyone,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, focusing on it and making it a part of their culture. Yeah, it's a crazy yeah. I, I've I've seen a lot of people who like are almost like pretending that they were part of the show, or like what trying to, uh, like, like um, in Saudi Arabia, for example, there's a version of Squid Games that you can play, but instead of it being real guns, there's Nerf guns. Um, oh, right,
1: yeah, so it wasn't it in Dubai, actually. Yeah. Right, yeah. The, the, yeah the, that.
0: the shoes that the players wear in Squid Games, the price of those shoes went up 1700% after <laughs> the show aired.
1: Right, you yeah, know? like uh, probably a lot of people buying um Halloween costumes.
0: Exactly, you're gonna see shitloads of Squid Games on that yeah. in Halloween. Um, like people are gonna come at your door with fucking like. Well, trying you know, you, the know say, you know what I'll say. You know what I'll say.
1: I really like the box. If I've given any spoilers, like we'll do a proper like you know detailed review and analysis next week. We'll make that our you know conversation segment or whatever. We need a name for that segment. We just sort of have like that fucking third segment in the middle of the show that we never you know, we never know what's called. A deep um, analytical review. Y- yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um I think I think one really interesting thing to me about Squid Games and it's not just cuz it's Asian, it's because um it's got like a very anime like feeling to it um and the reason I s the reason i say that is cuz um like the sort of firstly just the, s- the setting is very like absurd and almost like cartoonish um you know it's 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 not it's like you know it's very unrealistic let's say i mean it, it it's like presented in a realistic way but it's like you know something that'd never actually happen um and it, it, it's got i like mean you say it, that yeah <laughs> yeah maybe it maybe it does happen yeah it's got like this vivid like you know color to it and such um and it's it's also like the really like distinguished sort of almost like soap opera kind of characters and acting as well but i wouldn't mm. go as far as to say it's like a soap opera which is why it, it sort of reminds me more a bit like anime you know like um sort of like Death Note I guess you know th- that that has really like distinguished like over the top characters um, yeah and sort of like I don't know it probably is because it's Asian a bit as well that, that it's making me you know think it's got a sort of like anime uh, feel to it but anyway um, it's just like the mood and such even though it's obviously it's not Japanese it's um, Korean um, but I th- I think like you know What's interesting to me about why it's popular is because, like, if you look at, like, the trends of especially, like, Western, um, like, film and TV and such, I think, like, a lot of people just have lost interest in it because it's been the same kind of, like, boring, like, everything's trying to be, like, HBO, um, you know, Mm -hmm. binge series with all these kind of, like, quote-unquote realistic characters and realistic acting and it all
0: just I blends think, together and becomes like a mess
1: yeah I just, I just think like you know it's boring and it's like this Squid Games comes along and it's like really over the top and like vivid and crazy and it's like so much more refreshing so it, like it's even, even like transcends the language barrier and like you know regular people are watching it and like regular people don't usually watch stuff where they have to read subtitles it's sort of like anathema to them so um mm. that, that that aspect's really interesting to me too uh but yeah. yeah i just think it's just like just that aspect of it's so refreshing to the whole culture it's just kind of like you know interesting that it would be this show of all things but th- then again you know netflix i think they're sort of like experts at viral advertising too i think that you know they do it every single year. There's like some new show on Netflix that like everyone's gotta see. Usually I don't bother watching them because like I reckon they all look pretty shit. But um I watched Squid Games and I really liked it actually. But I'll tell yeah, you so why far, I liked it next amazing. week. Yeah, I'll tell you I'll tell you why I liked it next week.
0: Well so far I can tell you that I am very much liking it.
1: Were
2: you up to and... the episode, oh, episode four, four all so right. we've just started. Wait, wait! The, uh... Don't
1: don't don't give any spoilers because other people might want to watch it, and then they can come back and hear our review next week. All right.
0: Well, we finally got to the end of the news.
1: <laughs> yeah, news news slash. We need a discussion. fucking name. Dis- a discussion segment, there. News slash discussion. Fantastic.
0: And now we've got a track. What is it? We have DCT with Skyquake. <laughs> what the fuck why would you
1: have to introduce Sky the things quake. like that <laughs> All
0: right, it's you... skyquake by dct it's fucking amazing listen to it now
1: have you even heard it no <laughs> <laughs> alright you can listen to it right now so this is skyquake by dct of oh, uh, um, futuro and we're, we're gonna have an interview but I'm at the head of that label right after this
2: i
0: Alright, our next guest is a real fucking Satanist bastard. He's a real piece of shit. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Buttsumet is here with us on canvas. How you doing, you fucking asshole? (laughs) I'm already dickhead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, but voice sounds quite familiar to me.
0: Yeah, hang
3: on a moment. Just, who are you, mister? (laughs) (laughs) I go by many names. Just like the (laughs) devil himself. Oh, i go by shinatama and many other names i own a dream and i am now Cement. <laughs> holy shit so what warrants the name change what
0: justifies becoming Cement? what is the the new direction so to speak
3: well it's um and it's an it's an all of our new upcoming future essentially um me and uh lucid have talked about many discussion uh, talked about many things and one of them is this concept of the Botsian future where um, <laughs> people have replaced um, their God the typical gods um, of old uh, Odin, uh, Allah, Yahweh, um, Big G himself with uh, new gods. gods <laughs> are not so much ne- not ultimately maybe necessarily better, but new gods nonetheless, like um franchises. Um, brands, Galactus. McDonald's, um, things like this, and um, the person who epitomizes epit- epitomizes this concept most is this um, YouTuber. I think his name. What was his name? Eric Butts. I think it was. Yeah, Eric Butts. <laughs> Aye, he's really, he really, really, really likes the Star Wars. so yeah, the, uh, the, the the, term, the
1: one himself. who um, cried over the Star Wars trailer, is sort of a viral meme a couple of years ago.
0: Ah, uh, I remember him. Yeah. Ah, so, you like much... in- so you basically started an So basically started an entire cult around this guy.
3: It much, it's, a, it's a bit more nuanced sort of, than
1: that. Yeah. I guess he's sort of like a Jesus you... figure to um, this new religion, like a messiah.
3: Oh I definitely, the Butzian the Butsian movement. I we love him to yeah. bits. <laughs> I, oh so it's, it's an entire like religion. A, it's a rip it's a rip on Orwellian. Um, the term Orwellian, whereas obviously you've got your Orwellian features which are always dystopian. But We've got a scene future where everyone's like masturbating and talking shit about um, Star Wars and Star Trek and the Galactus. MCU and stuff like that. Galactus, I. <laughs> so, so you're so basically
0: just needs... you're basically just describing Dream Punk Record Club at this point. You you basically you started <laughs> yeah. a cult dedicated to blatant rampant consumerism. Okay, well you know what? If, if 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 this is a religion, you've got to convince me. What
3: are some of the beliefs? of the Butsyan religion. Come on. Um, We believe that um, consumerism is the way forward, essentially, that worshipping products is um, essentially, since um, morality is fluid anyway, gender is fluid and all this kind of stuff, um, we now believe that um, essentially morality is fluid as well, and um, as such, we should be able to worship products and worship worship, uh, (laughs) brands like McDonald's and stuff and worship Okay um, okay so,
0: so so if someone comes up to you in the street and they shoot you with a gun is it is, mm-hmm. is morality fluid then or are they like objectively evil and are you objectively good likewise of being shot it, or is that like it really it,
3: it really depends on your morality isn't it because morality is fluid essentially so if you're if you're worshiping the right person then that could probably be get, gotten away with ah so
0: if you worship the shooter then the then,
3: then the person doing the shooting is fine
0: that, that that's well, no problem
3: yeah pretty much if you if you worship someone like um maybe some, one of those incel freaks or <laughs>
0: so what are some other beliefs of the Butsian religion
3: see this is this is um because we're so um fluid and stuff like that and, and you don't really have worship... any beliefs <laughs> no we're quite um, um what's the term again um like i said, we're very 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 fluid essentially so given the right context you can worship anything essentially so what about music
1: wise? is the music fluid too will there be like you know a multiple uh manner of well we're also a bit we're also a
3: bit of a death cult at the same time we're also a bit of a death cult at the same time we believe that the end of the 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 world is incoming essentially that um through (laughs) all this fluidity and all this um through all this um chaos essentially that um we're heading towards the singularity the end of music the end of art, the end of civilization. So essentially, and in considering all this, essentially, our music is also going to be end of music, and we're going nice. to our music's going to be rotated around these um, post music concepts. Essentially, so that's what we're going to push.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So,
0: if I wanted to worship anything, it doesn't matter what it ha- what it is, what it isn't. Uh, like if I wanted to worship, for example, this mat that I've got my drink resting on right now, this uh, kangaroo mat that I've got. Mm -hmm. That'd be fine under the Butzian kind of belief system, would it?
3: It'd be encouraged as well, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it'd be encouraged. (laughs) Whoa. So,
2: is there anything that's that's discouraged?
3: Anything. um, I think it's time we discarded the old gods. So, well, Dave likes Yahweh so we can get rid of him, I personally think. Um... (laughs) Get rid of Mohammed. get rid of um, Odin, um, Osiris, and all these um, gods of old. We need the gods of the new. We need um, Demi Lovato. That's one we need. We Demi like her Lovato. a lot. <laughs> um, we need her. She's great. Um, just these characters, yeah. Um, Demi Lovato will be is, making um... an appearance
1: on the record label.
3: If she wishes to do so, we will uh, treat her with the respect she deserves. Nice. Which is to say, very little. Um,
0: so... <laughs> Can I keep
2: my Buddha, please? I need
1: my Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> Buddha? No, please I'm, I'm not keep a big Buddha, fan please. of Buddha.
2: Oh, please, come you mind, we keep Buddha? I mean,
1: come I, on. I, I personally wouldn't say I'm an advocate of um, Buttianism, personally. You know, I, I'm someone who reps Yahweh quite, um, quite a lot on Twitter. Or Hashem, as I'm supposed to say. You're not meant to say it out loud. Okay, but um, here's right. the problem, right? Because oh, I'm be ready to
0: convert to this Butsian future thing, because here's the thing, right? Here's the ultimate truth of the matter, right? Yahweh isn't cool, okay? What? You know <laughs> what's cool?
1: Hold BTS. on, I thought you were, I thought you were a Christian- oh wait, are you, oh, you- BTS are Butsy. great.
0: Yeah, BTS are like, definitely up there. In, in the pantheons of Butsianism. So
1: are you denouncing Black Christianity now?
0: I am denouncing this idea That we can't add more gods to the pile I mean, I think the Greeks had the right idea They had like a, a, a god for everything Why not have a god for every Aspect of consumerism, you know We can have a god of, you know overplayed radio consents. one drill music and that it can be Stormzy. we can have uh a, <laughs> we can have a a, a a god of shitty vaporwave that can be george Clanton, you know we've, we've got all these kinds yeah, of true. aspects for people to become modern day hey, demigods so why what, what are we rejecting can, this uh,
1: speaking of demigods i was actually watching um well re-watching akira last night and you know that that is actually you know the concept of akira or tetsuo in um in the film is sort of like a demigod of sorts who you know mm. his power grows to such an extent that he can um essentially you know bend, bend the universe yeah bend, but he, but then it, you know it starts to bend the universe to as well i guess akira is more the um demigod in this sense because he manages to control the energy whereas tatsuo gets overtaken mm. by it but yeah pretty cool film
0: yeah, I've, I, yeah,
1: I haven't watched that in a few years. I might actually rewatch. Yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I um, about it a lot. did you notice I changed my Twitter avatar to a picture of a? I I noticed,
0: I noticed, yeah. yeah. That's me. <laughs> I'm Akira. That's actually a picture of you. Yeah, that's the Akira Okay. So, I'm Man, trying to think. Com- you like... just
1: totally no sold my joke that the Akira <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I actually got that off Craig. He came up with that earlier today.
3: Ah, I see. see. Flap
1: Tatsuo. Flap Tatsuo, yeah, that was (laughs) it. Flap Tatsuo. So I
3: see you two
0: are are both quite enjoying this kind of idea of just being able to make gods and demigods (laughs) out of thin air. Do you think that (laughs) that when when Ra and Odin come back and they see the things that you're doing, do you think they're going to be happy with this?
1: Yeah, well, who made Ra and Odin? That's the thing. Why can't we make gods? Why do we have to worship the gods that someone invented like three thousand years ago?
3: Aye, especially considering they're so irrelevant. You think any of them have heard of the modern, right. the, the true modern um, conflicts of our time, like Coke versus Pepsi? I don't think they have any bearing <laughs> right, on our exactly. time, essentially.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, but
3: what is the what is the butsy in God that represents
0: the war between Coke and Pepsi? Because there must be some kind of would it be, perhaps, Michael Jackson, the way he danced in the Pepsi commercial? Would that be
3: a good representation? I'm trying to think of, like, the, so the
0: current... More like...
1: god, the the see his god. of sorts.
3: Yeah. I think the Coke itself could be seen as a god, really. Because some people have yeah. pe- Pepsi tattoos and Coke tattoos. They obviously like Coke and Pepsi an awful I, lot.
0: I have a t-shirt of my god in my cupboard. I have t-shirts of all my gods. I wear them. Well, who's your god? And I change uh right now um well what t-shirt i wearing let's see i wear a t-shirt of um los angeles so los angeles is my god
1: well there you go like in the past <laughs> you see, you see this is the kind of like absurdity of you know today's world in the past people would have worn you know like a cross around their neck and such and you know what they won other than clothes like what they would have represented in their clothes is sort of their affiliation to um, you know, religion and, you know, who they worship and such. You know, religious mm. garments. Um today we were, you know, clothes with our new idols on, such as Michael Jackson who you just mentioned, or, you know, whoever else. I've got um I've got a light Yagami t shirt, so I guess he's one of my gods.
0: So when you create a good HK T shirt <laughs> and you sell it to someone, are you asking someone to become a devout worshipper of you?
1: In a sense, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, got well, sang, I've got a Sangam hoodie as well, so i said uh, so I'm
2: not so
0: Sangam is literally your god. There you go. Yeah, there Sangam's we, we like the master of hear.
1: rain, he's like the god of rain. So that's not he a bad actually, god. Yeah, he's pretty
3: much the god of rain, so yeah. that's fine. Rain does good things at least.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm the yeah. god of
1: fire. And I'm the god of I don't know. Something cool. I've
3: got a thing
0: that's cool now.
2: <laughs> I want to claim
0: something cool. I don't want to be a lame ass god. You know, now that I can be a god, I've I'm open to the possibilities. Fire. Yeah, I know. I've got to think of something unique in that front. Are you um, um, a god? I'll get back but, to you, but I will. But, well,
1: I guess you are a god, aren't you, Buttermat? So, what, what, what are you the god of?
3: I'm the, I'm the god of. Um gods essentially god of gods so, <laughs> so you have scenario doing, because, because so you are the Zeus at the top of the yeah. <laughs> we are we are the conceiv we are the conceivers conceiv- of the buts of the Butzian movement essentially so yeah. without me there would be this, there wouldn't be an option to stu- to pin choose your gods essentially so in this scenario i am the gods of gods yes yeah. no I, 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 actually, Zeus, I actually i actually do so think
1: whatever. this is um a, an interesting concept I was just having a conversation mm-hmm. with someone recently about um Final Fantasy 7 and about how I actually see like the mythology of Final Fantasy 7 to be more sort of impactful and emotionally um present throughout my life than something like you know um like a like if I like if I say if I read into like a, uh, a Greek mythological tale like that doesn't have the same emotional weight or impact on me mm-hmm. as Final Fantasy 7 did to me as like a child so that I, th- I find that quite interesting actually how the sort of um you know mythological tales that shape our childhood are the ones that stay with us you know throughout our lives and it in this sense like cloud strife is more of a god to me than you know prometheus for example
3: for sure but how all these stories are actually um uh, de- are derived from kind of um well in in essence they're all uh just uh rehashes of the same old um stories essentially from mythological times right and stuff yeah like that isn't it really so yeah it's like it's you know good like, what versus is evil, yeah yeah, right, Sidus yeah versus definitely. and all this kind of stuff
1: like if you think of what a story is you know it's i guess it's like poetry it's um sort of going deep deep within you know the, hmm. the nature of this reality and discerning and something about it and then bringing it back into a story i guess it's kind of a hard subject to really go into. And I I am not really feeling too philosophical right now to get into it. <laughs> no. but, uh, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, yeah, question. I definitely, you know, like what what's the story of like Cloud Strife in um Final Fantasy Seven? It's about, you know, a rediscovery of self and um mm. like if you think about Cloud when he starts the game, mm. um essentially um you know he's sort of indifferent to everything, and you know he's on the inner for the money and so on. And then it's like within the rediscovery of himself when he's in the live stream, um, that he sort of finds his true essence that was hidden behind these layers of um, you know, like Genova and uh, Zach and such. And when he finds yeah, his chaos and evil, I guess right, yeah. And when he finds his true self within, you know, he rises to become a champion of sorts. So that that in itself yeah. is is just like a Greek mythological tale or even a you know, a Christian biblical tale of sorts. Like all these yeah, ancient tales thinking, sort of go into the same kind of themes over and over, which guide our reality and our morals. Didn't,
3: uh, didn't Tifa play a role in um, rebuilding Cloud, if I mind right, in that respect? Because right, that's, yeah, another, yeah, yeah. that's another that's another common theme in mythology. You'll have like a female god that rebuilds a male god after being
1: yeah the um, ma- masculine and the feminine like and such yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. hmm. I think it's quite interesting Unless, last year
1: Baphomet, read... Baphomet um, is both male and female <coughs> so <I> guess, <laughs> but be, some as well. but,
2: yeah <laughs>
0: it's it's very interesting that we keep having these recursive themes throughout our literature, like even over like thousands of years, we have all these mm. sort of recurring yeah. concepts and ideas, so I think an interesting question I want to segue into is. What differentiates like piece of like creative work and a piece of like holy religious work? Is there any difference there at all, or is everything like I uh, think like just of like gods? You know what I would say can, like, the big
1: differences actually. You know what I would say the big differences mm-hmm. there is sort of like repetition, ritual, and tradition. So if you if you think mm-hmm. about like Final Fantasy 7 again, right? If we pass that tale down to our children and they pass it down to their children and so on and so on throughout the generations, eventually that would become a sort of mythology, especially if it becomes detached from its roots um in the same sense, I think that's true of you know these other tales like if you think of um what's the oldest story or like one of the oldest stories is um homer's um the Iliad and you know Ho- Homer is speculated to be you know not just one. Um, poet but a sort of you know a string of poets collective. over the ages yeah like a, collec- uh-huh. a, a collection of like stories and mythologies that sort of get sequenced together perhaps by someone called Homer within uh, you know in that ancient Greek time and then that's passed down over the years and it becomes like you know mythos and such I don't know Like I'm not, I'm not too educated on this subject these are just sort of my uh, thoughts and um I guess, intuitions about it.
0: Can Final Fantasy VII become a religion? Yeah, I
1: think so. Yeah, definitely, it's... I would say so. I think
3: there's yeah. some people
0: that I'd treat it as it's... such
1: yeah. already. Some... Yeah, I, I, I treat it as yeah. a religion. No, you need to put no, that on no, Twitter right now. You
0: need to put that right now. My well, religion well, is Shima, Final Fantasy if you, Seven.
1: If, if you've been reading, I fucking tweeted it like three days ago. So <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Maybe but keep it. Yeah, I did, yeah. I said Card Strife is my idol. <laughs> okay,
0: but that's not the same as saying my religion is Final no, Fantasy VII. That's two different.
1: <laughs> no, it is. Like I said, oh. I I said I read into all the hi- like I read into all the great religions' history, philosophy, and such. But at the end of the day, Cloud Strife is my idol.
0: <laughs> history, no. philosophy, Final Fantasy VII.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: All on the same level, and I think that's the main thing about the Butzianism that's quite interesting is that like the playing fields levels. There's no. Uh, priority there's no like art form or medium that's above anything else and as such you can conceptualize what god you want and you can but what if your god is
1: a god that sees himself above above everyone else then is it butsian or not see that's the sort of conundrum of butsianism but i guess uh, so yeah yeah I guess that's the
3: (laughs) anathema to Butzism, I guess, and you know who represents that, actually, now that I think about it? Mm. Sephiroth.
1: Sephiroth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I guess, in a way, Uh,
0: There's got to be some article out there that's been published, like, tying every aspect of Final Fantasy VII to, like, Christian Bible or something.
3: It probably explains well, why yeah, some people have that kind of um, religious experience while watching these things as well. Like, like oh, I did, we, we referred to Eric Butts at the start of this um, podcast. Essentially, yeah, he was having a profound religious experience while watching that. Right? So, yeah, he, he really and, was. Um, yeah. And there were like people were the, the, the same with Final Mary.
1: Fantasy. Yeah, no, I can. You he you know, dropped down. I I would say you know Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 has definitely a a profound like emotional impact as a story. I guess Mm. the I guess the difference between a story and a religion then is almost like one of um, belief in a way. Like you know, it's like it's you know that old wrestling thing. It's still real to me. Damn it! (laughs) Do you wanna do the do the impression, Shima? Because you can probably do that. Still
2: real to me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it, it, so no but it is quite the same thing if you think of it in like wrestling terms like if you believe wrestling is real you watch it in a completely different way than someone who like knows it's not real um yeah for sure. so in, in that same sense it's the same with like stories and religions i guess it's like how real do you want it to be um and i guess like you know you can't build yourself up into believing it's quote-unquote real whatever that means
3: mm, yeah for sure of course yeah so in in a way, in a that as well.
1: yeah, in a way like Cloud Strife is real. You know, it's a it's a story that's being discerned from the live stream to borrow a phrase from the game, and you know <laughs> brought it into the world. <laughs> so like Cloud Strife, in essence, is real. So I believe in Cloud Strife as a god.
2: Hmm, yeah, so this sure, is actually
0: sure. something quite interesting because I just had like a, a flashback to when I was younger. Because I, I remember one thing that I asked my uh, vicar because I went to a Church of England school. And one thing I asked him that stood out to me was when I was 11 or 12 and I was beginning to come out. I asked him, what is the most powerful thing that God has? And he said, your belief. And I think hmm. that applies to any kind of God that we uh, assemble here. Yeah, well, I guess you could as say long this, As long you, you as your belief inst- is like...
1: Yeah, interchange God with, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I okay.
2: Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we uh, move on to All some right. demos?
0: Hell yeah, let's get into it.
1: All right, but Buttsamatsu, so you're joining us for the demo segment.
0: Nice, oh, for sure, I'm up for that. <laughs>
1: Class. All right, let's get let's into get...
0: it. I right am after. the God of demos, and I proclaim this demo segment starting right after this.
1: Yeah, right next we have got um a tune from Butsy and Future. Um sorry, or Butsiono. I always got the names mixed up. So um this is um And Stars Rain from the Night Sky by Fentanyl Embrace.
0: God of the demo segment and I welcome you to my pantheon. Here we shall review music that you mere mortals have sent in and we shall probably say that it is crap, but we might (laughs) think that it's good and we might sign you. So,
1: that's why you should send it in. Speaking of which, we we actually have a special guest of ours who may also want to sign you for their label which is the one and only uh, Butzamat. He's back after a segment. Back. Indeed, <laughs> yeah, I
3: am. I am looking forward to hearing your truly, um, I'm sure, very inspiring and perfect and, and immaculate demos that I will definitely want to sign.
0: You ready to smite some mortals?
3: Yeah, <laughs> it should be quite fun.
0: All right, let's get into it. Who's first on the chopping block? All right, um, here you go. Read this. Nicholas Kleeman! I just released an EP on my own, all involved, and it would mean very much to me if you guys would just do it and tell me if you see the potential of a possible release, slash collaboration, or playlist placement in the future. I was, uh, I am just It's my local st- Music and the visual art feel somewhat dusty. There's... It's all over the place! Can someone get a little dust cleaner, please? It's fucking disgusting! I am software developer,
1: work so code I, I and generate a process. Like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I barely understood the word of that. So basically, uh... Good! Yeah. Generate, I've always uh, felt way more connected to the culture and ideas you generate through your output as a label in Canvas than to my local scene, here in Germany. Um, Music and visual arts here feel somewhat dusty. Hey, I was tweeting about this this week on Twitter, on my Twitter um, account, which is now at the username lucid777777. I was saying um, the idea of a local music scene is sort of like antiquated now, because if you think about it, if you're making music, even if you're going to send it to someone in your local area, it's like you're going to do it on the internet anyway. So, like, literally yeah. like all all music is internet music now. Um, you know, the idea of, like, a, a local music scene where you're passing, you know, like, CDs to one another and all this kind of stuff is, like, just sort of, you know, it's a bit antiquated, I think. It's like everything's global now. Um, anyway, let's listen to this guy's music. All right, let me just load one here. 25MIDI is his username. Uh-oh. That's
0: right. a good start. <laughs>
1: Alright, um. Let's to this. Well, he's already pretending there's a fan cap
0: really? instead of SoundCloud.
1: Hold oh, on, let's just this.
0: Ah, coma music! <laughs> Can we skip in a bit? I'm going to sleep.
1: Maybe, maybe that's the intention. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, they are, it's building oh wait, the hang stairs. on.
0: Hang on, we got something here. Getting kinda like espresso vibes off of this.
1: C'mon, Shima, mute your mic, it's like absolutely horrific. (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry.
2: (laughs)
0: I mean, it's
3: not bad either. I can take
0: it all,
1: leave it. What do you reckon, Butsumat?
3: Yeah, it's alright, but it's like it's just like we've got Remember, <laughs> and
1: uh, I think Remember does it a lot better. Yeah, personally. it was it was quite a lot like Jude's music actually. I didn't think about that when I was listening, but I I thought it was pretty good to be honest. It was really you know very well produced and mixed and. Um... You know, I thought it was pretty good actually. I'd like to check out some more. Let's give stuff. them another track. Let's, let's see yeah, what else they got. yeah. 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 No, for the, sure, yeah. I think it wasn't the, like it was bad, but I just. I think the um, comparison to uh, Remember was a pretty good one actually. It's quite in that. Yeah. Uh... All right, let's do another one here. Yeah, let's see that to Remember uh, part right there.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. He buries his uh, inspirations in his sleeve, I guess, in this, this respect.
1: Very good stuff. I think it's great, actually.
0: No, this is this is, this is definitely got a vibe to it. Like it's it's, it's the sort of stuff I uh, could zone out
1: to. Do. Yeah, yeah, it's like pretty, you know, standard. Like you know, it fit in well with drink punk, I guess. Um, I guess it's more like you know, ambience, I guess I don't know. Like these these terms kind of nonsense yeah, these days. Yeah, really. I feel I feel okay, that as well.
0: Yeah, I'd say it's more like background stuff rather than
1: foreground stuff. Well, that's what you want, like. Very good background be. stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, uh, mm. it's it's definitely got that like futuristic edge to it that I think fit, would fit like very well in the dreampunk scene for sure. Um, it's definitely like more on that kind of sleep angle. Um And speaking of
0: which, I think I'm ready to sleep on that.
1: <laughs> well, it, it, you know, like. What he's asking for here is less, like, you know, can I release really on your labels? Oh, tomorrow. yeah, like, he's, he's... Like, what he's saying uh, is, like, can I, you know, get involved in this scene? And, like, I think, you know, that yeah. kind of music definitely, like, would fit into, you know, a lot of the kind of stuff that we've got going on here. So, you know, like... No, I, one thing that what,
0: actually stood out to me about this this, this um, demo submission, what he asked for at the very top, he didn't even ask for anything major. He asked, can I get even placement in a playlist?
1: That's, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's like, like yeah. that's like
0: humble. I I like that. I I like this guy. Like I like his style, I like his sound. Yeah. I wanna what, see
1: what him I, what explode. I would... If right,
0: that makes well,
1: let's, sense. Let's not go too far. <laughs> yeah. Right, let, what I would say is um like to um like someone like him is like, you know, just get involved with people within the scene itself, you know, just connect through i don't know twitter wherever like twitter is probably the best place to connect over artists so like I, I see linkedin as sort of like linkedin but for creatives and bums basically which is what we are <laughs> <laughs> but um well i'm, Get the, involved. I'm the creative and is the bum wow <laughs> wow Sorry, i'm only kidding you're you're sometimes creative
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no i'm, I'm just kidding. you're never
2: creative
1: you're so <laughs> no i'm only messing no like twitter, twitter like is, like twitter even though like you know twitter's kind of annoying and shit like at the end of the day it's yeah, where it's people congregate <laughs> it's like the place people congregate and it's where you're going to meet other artists and stuff so like if you want to get involved in a sort of um, Seen like Dream Punk I would advice, you know, make it worth and just try to connect with other artists there. Um, but yeah, like I, you know, I'll I'll keep tabs on um, Twenty Five Midi, as he's called. I thought it was pretty good stuff to be honest. All right. Who's um, next? Yeah, let me just forward that email to our inbox so we can have a bit more of a look into that. Anyway, so.
0: He's definitely got like the 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 talent there, I think
1: yeah, definitely it's definitely yeah, yeah. a good producer, mm. All right. you'll probably um, be developing as well, so you might even get
3: you might get better in the future for sure as well yeah, think
1: when you like involve yourself with a scene like you know you're bouncing ideas off of an artists and stuff you you know you work with an artists and and that when you have that, you sort of like um you start to like you know build a sound together and a style together, and that's just sort of natural what happens um. Yeah, for anyway, sure, of course. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to the next demo. Let's go for an older demo this time. Um, where were we last time? Was it March the 12th? March?
0: March the 12th was where we started when we restarted all of this. <laughs> well,
1: we all might right, be a bit so, further than that. So time. here here we've got one from Olog Oh, wait. It's... Greetings. No, there's no, Sound... there's no SoundCloud links. All right. Edward. <laughs> Hello, my name is Common Edward. I'm from Moldova Republic. Of
0: I'm 32 years old. I want to introduce my tracks on your label, please. Here's all my stuff. <laughs> public. <You can laughs> listen, see what do you think. All right,
1: let's listen.
3: Moldova's a good let's start, listen. though. That's a, that's not that's not somewhere
1: you really hear very often. I
0: will tell you what's not a good start. His SoundCloud link's not fucking. Yeah, anywhere. I've
1: got one. It's okay. All right, are you ready?
0: Let's hit it. Oh God! Mm. Oh, we're back in the house, are we? <sighs> okay, so I've actually got to address this, but I'll wait until this plays out a little bit. I'll let us I'll give this some space.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a little bit of fish. <laughs> it's a little bit fluffy though.
0: Just orgasm on the track, that's cool.
1: I can.
3: Cringy as hell.
0: No. No, I'm sorry. Even with the orgasm sounds, I can't give this any longer.
1: <laughs> what about I you, I don't Any interest? no
0: (laughs) absolutely not the house style (laughs) is completely overdone like the whole point of house originally was that like that's all they had and that's why it sounded so lo-fi and put together and cobbled because it was made on shit stuff nowadays you have the entirety of fucking fl studio 20 or ableton or whatever and you still produce stuff that sounds like that it's Uh, like it's
1: just the classic sound that's what
0: yeah, but it's not that's the point though. It's like you know how things go in and out of style. I think the house yeah. is just totally out of style at the moment.
1: Oh yeah, I'd I'd say so. You know, it sort of had a reemergence in the twenty tens, especially like some old nineties stuff and there was lo fi house of course, but I think, you know, it's uh you know what what's what's the best um style right now is baseline.
0: Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that a made in the UK classic?
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Like we always make the best stuff here. Yeah. Um like Dream Punk and flop. Hell yeah. Hit right, yeah. oh, This yeah. guy's fucking
0: all soundcloud like it doesn't connect through to anything.
1: Alright. Right. Uh okay. oh, wow. kid shortly. Go on read read that off Shima, please.
0: Hello, Dream Catalog. My name is Ekaterina, otherwise known as Kate Show Lady. <laughs>
1: I'm a sound producer and
0: composer from Russia. I'd like to show you my track <laughs> called Magic and Music. You can check it out here. Stick it on and let us know what you think. Cheers.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's have a listen to this. Uh this
3: is not the- <laughs> too optimistic about this one. Oh. No. No. Those are
0: default FL Studio sounds. Are they? <laughs> yeah, that was a default. Those was a
3: <laughs> Oh, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> 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 no, this is fucking no, shit.
2: This is actually rock ball. Gonna laugh. Get fucking
0: rid of this shit.
1: That was a bit harsh. Absolutely no need for that. Jesus <laughs> Alright.
0: Put that on a club and watch as everyone stands around confused.
1: <laughs> Again. Alright, here we go. Um let me just check that's loading. Alright. Alright, do you want to read this one?
2: Hi, I wanna share my music with you. I'm glad to receive nice feedback. Thank you.
1: Okay, let's listen. Do you want to listen to Marcus A, Marcus B, or Marcus C? Oh, Marcus B by far
0: was my
2: favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's,
1: let's... Ambient. Oh, dear. I like the chords. See, I'm more receptive to uh, music than you two guys. You know, as you know, I kind of like a lot of shit. <laughs> <you can't. laughs> I mean, there's only so
0: many times you can hear choppy eighty synth chords before you get a bit bored of it.
3: Yeah, it's a bit. Right. Um, Let me skip It's, it, it, it's okay. a bit. It's just boards of Canada are even worse than <laughs> just a re- a really really poor boards of Canada.
0: And boards of Canada were already poor to begin with.
1: I don't know. I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty bored of
3: boards. The kind I like. Pretty bored.
1: <laughs> I'm liking this, to be honest. It's got like a moodiness to it.
3: It just doesn't really do anything for me. Like it's just.
1: I don't know, it's just got. It's got like an intensity. I don't know where it is.
3: It's
0: those choppy 80s synth
3: chords. <laughs>
1: You know okay, what? maybe I, I was like... wrong... I actually really like this, to be honest. <laughs>
0: Fingers crossed. <laughs> maybe I was wrong oh. to pick the sequel over the original. Maybe Marcus A is is where it's at,
1: I don't, I don't know. I'm proper vibing to yeah, Marcus B, like... to be honest. I'm proper vibing oh. to Marcus B. <laughs> See that? I think it's... um, I'd say, like, the inspiration for this is probably the new Blade Runner soundtrack. Mm-hmm got like that vibe to it. But um I think like it's got like a sort of low fineness to it as well that which makes it more interesting than Blade Runner. All right, Let's see what
0: Marcus A's got. Alright, Marcus a. Definitely still dark and scary. Let me skip into it. Yeah that's just the vibe that he's got. That's just that's just
1: it. Yeah. I, I like it, I think it's good. But um it just
3: doesn't really do anything for me, at least anyway. Mm. It's not like it's, it's not like it's, it's like yeah. naff, but it's just it doesn't make me feel anything at all. It doesn't yeah. feel really stand out. What about you, Shima, as nah. the
1: general manager of Dreamcast? No.
3: Ah. Yeah. Mm,
0: you see, this is a tight call because I'm like the the, the tiebreaker here. Uh, I don't want to shit on this guy's parade because he has got some good production and all that, hmm. but. Nine minutes of fucking nothing. I'm sorry.
1: No. I really like that. I'm going to give him a follow up show for my personal account.
0: I hope he gets better.
1: Yeah, Wait, I
0: I, I, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying very hard.
1: Alright, I've just followed them, so there you are. Right now.
0: <laughs> You're not shit, okay? You're not
3: shit. Hey, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it bad? It just doesn't make me feel like anything stand out at all,
0: well, I, like yeah. comparing it to...
1: I was, like, deeply affected by it, personally.
3: <laughs> I was deeply... <laughs> a- if
1: affected.
0: you are deeply affected by the issues raised in this program...
1: <laughs>
3: Transcendent experience, listening to that lad's music. Oh
1: yeah, it was for me, honestly, I don't know why. You ever just listen <laughs> to the demo segment
0: transcend existence? <laughs> 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 okay, I let's just listen to some let's All listen right, to some go. absolutely transitory music hello my name's Roland more known by the scene named Blood Drop I'm preparing <laughs> two <a> free singles here <laughs> now by 2021 dog. I'm looking for distribution sent publishing I'm gonna send you my tracks and recommend you listen to them unless you want me to cut your fucking eyeballs out <laughs> if you're interested listen to my shit alright let's listen to this not me <laughs>
1: Let's transcend. Uh, you know what it's we, we need? We need, yeah, we need like um like some kind of like wah, 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 button whenever we get a trap demo. Again. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> when, whenever someone breaks out uh, a
0: stereotypical stock break beat... or oh, no, trap. Just, just for trap.
1: Wait there. Just keep just keep reviewing the demos. So.
0: I mean, that that voice. Sh- what is that?
3: Uh, that's Just complete shit that is, man. No need.
0: <laughs> the trap beat is generic as fuck. The vocals, I don't understand what he's saying. I think those keys in the back are out actually out of key with the beat.
3: Probably, <laughs> it could be. Could easily be, fucking nonsense.
2: <laughs> <laughs> every every time we get a trough demo from now I on, now. oh shit, what's going on the I, I'll be
3: great. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> the only thing <laughs> you can pick <laughs> that <in the> <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs>
2: Alright,
0: next. Um, okay. Oh me! Next
2: few minutes, the trombone meets the bumblebee. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that! <laughs> <man. laughs> All, right. All, right. All, right. All right, let's get let's, let's
0: get, get a hold of ourselves here, right? <laughs> Hello, my name is Leo on the Bund. I am French and live in Shanghai, China. I'm looking for a distributor for six upcoming ready albums and more in the future.
1: Six albums, I'm one. very
0: much in the lounge slash electro slash oh, chill out slash oriental slash Indian slash right. Chinese slash Oh, right, huh? Go on, pick a, <laughs> pick a tune. Oh, he's got, he's got several here. We've got Key of Life, we've got Alicia Lounge. Well, you know, because that's named after a mate of mine. We got to go for the Alicia Lounge.
1: Alicia Lounge, okay. uh...
0: What's it like chilling out in the Alicia Lounge? Let's see. Pretty fucking dizzy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dizzy. This is nice.
0: Gotta say, this new Raj Kapoor album sounding fucking dope. So this guy's just
1: like a legit like um music producer I guess. But you know he doesn't know how to go onto Spotify. I think that's his problem. Ah mm. That's what he wants.
0: So he doesn't he doesn't know he doesn't have enough big um movie studios to put his shit in the yeah, background yeah. of. I guess we so can put his stuff
1: on Spotify for him. Oh fuck. Any interest to but, um, Futuro um no. <laughs> I don't no, know,
0: I'm up. vibing in this, I'm feeling this, this has got my inner snake charmer going. <laughs>
1: it's, like, like,
3: it's, it's not like it's bad musically, it just doesn't feel like it does anything transcendent, necessarily. No,
0: it just like,
1: feels uh, like... I don't
0: know, I was fucking transcended right there.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> like,
1: it feels like, you know, he's a very um, talented like producer and such, but... Um, you know, it's kind of like stock music, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. that's more bad music. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a China yeah, no, I... one here. Do you want to listen to A, a Night in Hong it's... Kong?
0: Let's listen to some stereotypical yeah. Chinese music.
1: Uh... Let me skip into it. See, this is what Hong Kong Express should have been. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, if I'd gone more into the vaporwave scene rather than dream punk, I think this is what Hong yeah. Kong Express would have become. <laughs> S- <laughs> I probably. Just need like a Killenbo sample over the top. Hold on.
0: Play your Killimba yeah. boy. Hmm. All of our call operators are busy right now. Please continue to call. <laughs> I will have you connected to the next available representative as soon as possible.
1: Alright, I'm going
0: There we go, we instantly improved this guy's track for him. Alright. Leo, I love your shit. You sound gorgeous, but you sound incredibly fucking stock. And we are here for stock shit. I am sorry.
1: I have been in the music industry for fifteen mm. years and have been releasing albums under several names: Chris Milano, Pure Sound, Destiny, Sultan Rouge. This is a fresh new start. Hope you like it. No. 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 no I'm
0: sorry, Chris. Sorry. I am sorry.
1: Well, I thought it was I... you know I I liked it.
0: No, definitely no knock on the on the like production quality and like his style is very good, yeah. but like just not us.
1: Not right, right, us. Next, next one.
0: Hey, we are the Golden UFO, an electronic music project. We would like to bring our new work to your attention. This is a not yet released track, but we would like to release it from your label. We look forward to hearing from you, even if negative. Thank you
3: for the attention.
1: To goo. Well, you're about to hear from us right now. Oh, God, no. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, no trap, please. (laughs) Bloody hell.
0: We only have two rules on the demo segment. SoundCloud links
1: only and no trap. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to put that in the fucking demos. No trap, please. Alright, next.
3: Absolutely no need for that.
0: (laughs) Hey, we're a music project, and we would like to send you our music production. Our goal is to publish an EP containing four songs from our repertoire. It's a blend of various perspectives coming from different people and musicians. Here's a link to the
1: songs we'd like to submit to you for possible collaborations. Right, let's listen to this. Raindrop.
3: I have a bad feeling about this. I'm not particularly optimistic about this one either.
1: I'm willing to give it a shot. I've gotta say I like the guitar chords, it's very White Banshee.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, this is what White Banshee could sound like if he wasn't such a ship producer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fucking White Banshee. Hey, uh, hold on.
3: Vocals in this one, is there? Yeah, yeah. There are. Let's turn up.
0: Interesting use of the taiko drums.
1: I've got to be honest. This is like really nice.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling like, this. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say that I yeah. had a bad feeling about this at the start. This is actually pretty good.
1: I am actually agreeing
3: with you yeah, there. Actually, that's um, I'm actually enjoying this so far. I'd like to hear more of our stuff though, just to be, just yeah, to yeah. sort of hear if this is like a one-off track or not. Yeah, yeah, this is a good start. Let's see what else. You Aye. Are. Like if it's a continuous sound that's kind of like built up like this, then yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it could just be an intro track <laughs>
2: and yeah, just turns it, yeah. out to
3: be <laughs> trap after this. Trump, <laughs> breaking this—the bloody
1: trombone again.
0: <laughs> well, let's see what that next track has because this is quite nice here. Man, oh wait, that we got it. something.
1: Yeah that, was, up uh, here. That, yeah, that was just like lovely. To be honest, I really liked that. Yeah, that
0: was, really was nice. I like that. What's next?
1: So I guess it's kind of like post-rock in a sense, but you know, a bit more down-tempo, acoustic, a bit more mm. ambient.
3: Yeah, I'm quite liking this actually. It's pretty. It's a solid sound. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: like new age music, but without the spiritual pretentiousness.
3: <laughs> it reminds me a bit of a. Uh... Ichiko Aoba, except she's got um, Ichiko's stuff is more stripped back so just the guitars this stuff's got like um, a bit more synth to it it's pretty it's good, good though I'm not liking this are you, you
1: um, is, is Butzimat interested for Futuro Butziano then?
3: Um, I'm not sure if it's but, uh, Futuro Butziano but I do think it's good um, yeah, yeah I'd be, I, I would be willing to drop something by her for sure It's just
1: she's and it's hey, really she does her own singing,
0: which is a plus in anyone's books. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm actually willing to give her one more track.
1: One more track. I'm willing to give her, give her her more. a track and I see just, how it goes.
0: Yeah. I'll fun. give her one more. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: Why is there a guy singing? Yeah,
2: that's
3: why I'm kind of confused. Is this a collab or
1: something? Yeah. Yeah, see, like I'm not as interested in the guy singing.
0: The first line he said was, change my mind, and this sure did. In in one song, (laughs) you changed my mind from thinking that you were the next fucking big thing into thinking that you're just some generic fucking... (laughs)
1: Bungesh, <laughs> bitch. That's a bit harsh. No, he's a, he's got a good voice. It's just I wasn't expecting it. Uh, it was
0: a bit. Let's skip
2: into this.
0: Let's see
2: if it actually goes somewhere. Maybe it's a collab. You see... Who knows?
1: Right, let's listen to the next one. All <clears throat> oh, right, so it's it's a, it's a band. We are a music project. We're ah. to EP from our repertoire. See, when you read the thing like in that silly voice, I just don't like. Process it in my head sometimes. Do you want me to read it in a more voice from here on out? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it's different people and musicians. I the Quaint's back, guy. Right. Well, I um... think
0: everything here is very soft. And I get that that's kind of the sound they're going for. And. yeah, I mean, yeah, it doesn't really it's...
1: fit anything we're doing at all. It was just like I was kind of enjoying listening mm-hmm. to it, that's all.
0: But. It's it's very nice, but it's
1: yeah yeah. You know, like I like I actually like to work with that vocalist, so um, I'm gonna
0: ooh those vocals on a white banshee track. You see, that might be
1: interesting. Yeah, or Hong Kong Express or something like that. Yeah, I was thinking the Hong Kong Express
3: would definitely fit in with the kind of angle we've we've been going for lately with the vocals and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, Mm. let me just uh. Send IT OVER
2: TO THE BIG MAN!
1: See, like, they, like, they, you know, it says, like, we're open to possible collaborations, that's what got me thinking, you know, maybe, like, you know, they can get involved, and so on. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um... Alright, one final Okay. let's see, Devil, no, he's a bit more of like, ah. the actual scene. Ah! Uh, familiar. Alright.
0: <laughs> Dear Shimmer and Nameless, I am a fucking idiot, here's my stupid
2: SoundCloud, like, please listen to it! <laughs> woo
1: yeah, um, yeah last week uh Eternity Devil sent a tune in but forgot to include the private link, so we didn't actually get to hear her, so here we go. <laughs> here we go. Now we get to
0: listen to this masterpiece. Rainbow Banshee Rainbow Human Banshee. Machine featuring who gives a
1: shit. It's an original name, Rainbow Banshee. It's a classic. Well I'm liking the guitars right off the bat. <laughs> Welcome to the present. I'm rating it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel (laughs) this. I feel this.
1: That's proper end of music. Shut up. I rate
0: it. Hell yeah. You know what? I'm happy to take this on. I'm happy to uh...
2: say
1: welcome to the team. Let's not play the whole thing, because so we might want to drop it as a single. Actually, you know oh, what, if we're going to take a single off Rainbow Banshee, I would like to get a different... So let's listen to a bit more of it. Yeah, let's Actually, see. Actually, Butsima, are you interested in Rainbow Banshee? Give it a bit more, and let, let me hear a little bit more. It sounds alright. All right. Yeah, this is a proper vibe.
0: Oh, those drums are nice and crunchy.
1: Mm. I like that. Mm. Yeah, it's just like all falling apart proper the end of music show. Any interest? Delightful. What's
0: this is some delightful musical chaos we got brewing here.
1: Yeah, I would say this is the standout demo of the week for sure. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, I quite liked it. You interested No, for, I read this. Are you interested for Futuro Sorry. Boziano?
3: Yeah, I'm interested. I think it's... It's not just like... It's not mind-blowing, but I think it has potential. And I'd be willing to release something that has ideas, like nice. I said before. Definitely. I would All give right, it a try. I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to pass it on to the at gmail.com email for you, Dan, know, Nice one. Yeah. yeah, I'll drop it at some point over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. just just take it and drop it without the permission again. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like I'll have them with biomass. <laughs> All right. That's a vibe pretty- of, it, of it on its own. Yes. Alright. Well, I guess that's the demo segment for the week. That was the last one, wasn't it? I guess we can get one more old one and we'll let that sign us out for the week. So, um, here we go. Um, Cheap porn hotel. Do you want to read (laughs)
0: the (laughs) question?
1: Yeah, let's listen to some cheap porn hotel. Let's see
0: what cheap porn hotel has to offer. Do you know what to read the email at? Hello. Here is some... Yes,
1: yeah, let's, let's just do yeah, it. Here's to a demo. Show, you know?
0: Here's a demo. They've written four
1: paragraphs, so I don't fancy Yeah, yeah. Alright, pick, t- pick a tune. Pick a tune. Dr. Got, Shroom! We've got Dr. Shroom, I Love You, Choo Choo Blues. Do you want Dr. Shroom, yo? Dr. Shroom, please. Alright, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, line came straight out of 2001. What
2: you going about
1: blue. Sopranos <laughs> theme.
2: <laughs> Welcome to this mode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is literally just alt-dimension Sopranos theme. Yeah.
1: Alright, I guess we can let that side us off for the week. So, cheers for coming on, Buttsmas. It's a pleasure to have you on. Aye. Do you want to plug anything fun. before we go for the week?
3: Uh, nothing, just butts. I guess uh, butts in future. Come and check our shite and then um, demo, I guess, if you fancy it. That's all I've got to say, really.
1: Nice. So that's a uh, futuro butziano. Find them on Twitter and Bandcamp. So, um, Indeed. Shima, do you have anything to plug?
0: Not really. Dream Catalog, as always. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, White Banshee's going fucking insane. It's- on Twitter, as always, White you know, Banshee. He
1: posted, what are you talking White about? White
0: Banshee, Nameless, you. Man, you're you, need going to, fucking... you, need to, you
1: need to keep up with things. I'm Lucid the Gunner.
0: You've gone back to Lucid? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Fuck <laughs> me. And the funny okay. thing is, we're recording this segment before the intro segment, so you're going to introduce me as Lucid and sound like an absolute moron. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> Thanks.
2: Thanks
0: for that, mate. Thanks.
1: Right. So. If you want to find me, I'm at lucid7777777 at Twitter. Until next week. Peace.